Creator Radio. Good afternoon, everybody. Monday, February 17th, 2020, 4.06 p.m. Chicago, Illinois. I'm your host, Andres Benitez, and thank you for tuning in to Creator Radio. If you'd like to reach out to Creator Radio with any questions, comments, and concerns, please email me at creatorcompany401 at gmail.com. That's creator, C-R-E-A-T-O-R, company401 at gmail.com. If you don't know, now you know Creator Radio can be found on Spotify. Please hit that follow button. Apple Podcasts, please leave us a rating and a review. And if you're listening to this on Anchor, please leave us a message. All right, and now on to the show. Creator Radio. All right, welcome back, everybody, to Creator Radio. I am your host, Andres Benitez, and on today's episode of Creator Radio, we will be doing a music review of a new R&B artist I've been listening to, been fucking with, Aaron Ray. Uh, but before that, let's hop into the announcements, as always. Uh, so what the hell's going on? How is everybody doing? It's been a long time. I hope everybody had a very lovely Valentine's Day with your significant other. Um, you know, I was I was at dinner with my girl. We had a very lovely dinner and a good night. Um, it was a great day. And I always love saying happy Valentine's Day to people. I feel like people just like smile when you say it. And that's always a good a good thing. Uh, so I hope everybody did enjoy their Valentine's Day. That's the first announcement. The second announcement is that I hope that if you are, uh, you know, single or if you are still looking for your significant other, I hope that you did turn still to somebody on Valentine's Day and tell them that you love them. You know, got to spread the love here in these days. These cold Chicago snowy ass days. I'm literally looking out the out the window and it's snowing. It's all slush. So everybody does need a little bit of love these days. Once the sun comes around, then then we can start hating each other again. I'm just just playing. <laughs> but yeah, I hope everybody had a great Valentine's Day. That's from here for me, Creator Radio to you. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, another new announcement going on. I guess I'll talk about just, I guess this will be not announcements, but also just a little recap of, so it is music review day and we are doing Aaron, Aaron Ray, but I just went to two concerts over, you know, the past of like two weeks, actually like week, maybe week and a half. And I thought, this is the perfect time during the announcements to talk about that. I was going to make it a whole episode, but I think it's not, you know, they're just quick stories. So I'll just t- tell the quick stories and then we'll move on. Uh, but let's just see. Oh, yeah. Before the, before we get into that, Wet Hot American Summer Movie Review is coming up after this episode. And we are going to get back to basketball. I have been sleeping on the NBA. I think after this episode, this actual episode. I'm going to do the movie review, like I said, but I think I'm going to sneak in an NBA basketball all-star weekend review as well. Hopefully that actually might come out today as well at the end of the day. I do want to record that, but there's a lot to come. But okay, let's hop into the two stories. What I was doing over the weekend. We went to two different concerts. The first one, my boy Sheldon was here. Ian Dior. This is the Ian Dior live reaction. Or not live, but post-reaction. 
I really enjoyed uh, the concert. I thought, I thought it was it was pretty sweet. So me, my boy Sheldon, two of our friends went to the Bottom Lounge in Chicago. Shout out the Bottom Lounge. Space was really, really incredible for what they had. Uh, it was kind of a medium sized venue. Probably held like a hundred and to hundred hundred fifty people. So perfect size crowd for for the concert that we were going to. Two openers, uh, poor Stacy and Landon Cube. Poor Stacy was a little bit better than Landon Cube in my opinion. I think Landon Cube got to hang up the mic, bro. He was kind of lame. I'm not I'm not trying to diss on you, bro, or anything like that. I don't know if you 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 wouldn't even ever hear this, but you didn't really have the people going for me, and we were all just waiting for Ian Dior. So sorry, but uh, you got to work on your crowd a little bit more. It just wasn't there, man. Ian Dior comes on. Very excited, very excited. Everybody's cameras come out, and he's he put on a really good show. He was really good with interacting with the crowd, being there, singing all the songs, knowing all the lyrics, and you know he would take people's phones and and put Snapchats of him like holding it up, and like that's that's a really cool moment for a fan. Uh, so shout out Ian Dior, you very live. Um, the only I mean I can't really there wasn't a lot that was wrong with the concert or the stuff that I didn't really enjoy it was like the people there I think were the biggest problems like everybody I, that I noticed was a lot younger than me probably ranging from like 17 to like 19 I'm 22 so I, it's not it's not that much younger but you know there are a couple 16 16 year olds there that felt a little weird to me uh, so the crowd was definitely a little bit younger than I expected I I, I mean I should have assumed with Ian Dior because he's he's younger than me that his crowd would be younger than me but also people are just fucking so rude in a crowd like if you're in a a tight environment with people at a concert don't be that asshole pushing people around running over people trying to like make the whole crowd fall over like a big wave like bro this just just not funny and i don't i just i there's one kid and he like ran up on on me and like pushed me with his arm. I turned. I was like, I don't know who the fuck you're pushing, bro. But you you gotta calm the fuck down. Like this is not cool. Like everybody's just trying to have a good time. The kid ran away, like sprinted away from me. I'm not bullshitting. I'm not trying to act like some tough hero guy. But like if you say something to people, half the time they're too drunk or too fucked up to know what you're saying, and then the other half they get too scared and they just they don't want nothing to do with you. So that'd be my my you know advice to anybody. You getting pushed around out there, just fucking say something to the guy and i bet i bet money he's gonna be too pussy to do anything about it um so yeah that was that was like the good and the bad of the concert overall i did really enjoy the concert i had a lot of fun with my boys we went after we went out afterwards had a fucking dope dope ass time with people my own age (laughs) 22 to 25 you know those are those are the people i usually hang out with Uh, not no 16 year olds fuck that shit dude it was so weird seeing 16 year olds there like i was like where are your parents these kids are wearing braces and shit i'm like oh my god (laughs) uh and then oh and then recently for valentine's day shout out my girlfriend julia cyrek at julia cyrek on ig i believe that is her tag let me go pull that up real quick i still haven't shouted her out i've said like oh my girlfriend but i've never really said like her name or her at and I feel like I should do that. Julia Cyrek. That is that is my girl. I'm usually referred to as Julia's boyfriend, which is pretty funny. So she doesn't really need the clout from me. Plus, not a lot of people are listening. But Julia, if you're listening, I love you, darling. Thank you for a great Valentine's Day. At Julia Cyrek. J-U-L-I-A-S-Y-R-E-K on Instagram. Uh, love you, darling. 
All right, and then, yes, yeah, so why did I shout out my girlfriend? Because she bought us tickets to Jack Harlow at Prism. I don't know. I, I'm sure people don't really, if you don't live in Chicago, you don't know what Prism is. This is the second story of of the announcements part of the section. I also just really wanted to fucking talk for, like, pushing, like, 40 minutes today. Like, I haven't recorded in so long, so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go into depth over the concerts and, and what happened, a bunch of things that I was just had my ear, like, on, and then, then we'll do the music review. And even in the music review, I'm, I'm diving deep into uh, the songs that I chose to, to talk about, so I think it's going to be a good, hefty uh, pod today. <laughs> Anyway, back to the story. Prism is a Chicago nightclub, a very run-of-the-mill nightclub. You have uh, bottle services and you have, uh, you know, the sparklers with the girls in the short shorts and, you know, the tight tops or whatever. And everybody's got their phone out and and EDM club. It's like run-of-the-mill shit. Um, You pay way too much money for I spent $12 on a Corona. That was stupid. I shouldn't have done that. That really like wasn't even necessary. Uh, but yeah, we went to go see Jack Harlow, um, young up and coming artist coming out of uh, Kentucky, Louisville, Louisville. I yeah, Louisville, Kentucky. Shout out Louisville. Shout out Jack Harlow. I almost said Lexington, Kentucky, and he would that would have been bad. But Jack Harlow is from Louisville, Kentucky. Great fucking. I really fuck with his music. I really enjoy what's going on. Uh, him. Cole Bennett, Lyrical Lemonade. They just put out a music video, What's Poppin'. That's been out for a couple weeks now. And if you haven't seen it, it's been blowing the fuck up. Jack Harlow has been blowing the fuck up. So we, and I've been, I've actually been listening to Jack Harlow since he put out Ice Cream. That was the first time I heard of Jack Harlow. Um, If you want to go back and listen to Ice Cream, that shit was so hard. He was rapping crazy, crazy, crazy bars. So I got put onto him like way back then. And then he had a little bit of a lull. Like I still knew who he was. Like if somebody was like, oh, Jack Harlow, you know who this is? Like, yeah, I know Jack Harlow. But he wasn't popping like he is now. So him, Cole Bennett, Lyrical Lemonade, they put out their video. He was just on Jimmy Fallon. And the kid's kids going crazy right now. Like absolutely wild. Um, and I think he's got a lot of th- good things to say to people. I follow him on Instagram. He does, he does ten questions, um, and he like goes into depth like of of fans' questions. He has a lot of really interesting things to say. So I suggest y'all go out, follow Jack Harlow, see what he's about, see what's going on. But we went to go see him at Prism, and we waited fucking three hours on the general mission floor for two opening DJs. So, so one of them was a duo, so they were the first openers. They were from 11, or from 10, which was when they told us to get there for Jack Harlow. I should have been fucking way smarter than that, but we got there at 10. We waited from 10 to midnight listening to these two random fucking guys do half-ass DJ job. Then from midnight to 1 p.m., we watched another DJ opener, and he was, I guess, a little bit better, but I was really fucking sick of listening to EDM for three hours. Really bad EDM. And on top of bad EDM, which is even fucking worse than bad EDM, is when DJs think it's okay to take songs that have been fucking played out of existence and try to remix them. Like, All I Do Is Win, or I don't know, some other bullshit song like that, or like some Pitbull shit, or I don't know, just some old ass shit that has been played 
out of the fucking wazoo and they tried to do a remix and get everybody fucking going to it. I'm just like, I can't. I just, I, I've heard it a thousand fucking times. On top of that, I, my ears, I sound like an old man, but like, I, my ears fucking hurt. I've been waiting here since fucking 10 p.m. in the cold to get in here to watch Jack Harlow and. He came out for he came out at one, so he he took the stage. He did take the stage. He came on at one, and he played three songs. Um, it was cool because we were in the front and we kind of got to like so we got to see him, which was really like nice. Like we weren't even in the back, which was cool. And he you know played a couple songs. It was only a club appearance, so I'm not I'm not really mad at him for coming on at one and playing three or four songs. I mean we did pay fucking sixty dollars each just to get into place. So it's pretty much seeing. I pretty we pretty much played paid or julia my girlfriend ended up paying 120 dollars for us to wait for three hours and listen to three songs of of jack harlow when they promoted it as his night that he was going to be there probably since like 10 and and do you know a lot more so we were disappointed but there was one moment in the concert where or at the after the concert that was that kind of made it all worth the night and what we what we were like going through as far as just standing there listening to shitty music and then you know only getting three songs there's one snippet on instagram that jack harlow's been teasing and it's i want to see some ass and the shit goes so hard i've never seen my girlfriend like like pop off and just like start like dancing and going crazy and and trying to twerk and and all this shit and like when you know when if you're in a relationship you'll know this if your girl starts and my girlfriend's white like very white polish so you know not doesn't really have a whole like movement in her body she was just trying to like twerk and do all this funny shit to that song to the just to the the teaser so while we were there she typed out jack when is i want to see some ass dropping or can you or like like when is it coming and i was like pointing i was like yelling at jack at from like the front row so he could see us and i was like jack jack like look at my look at my girlfriend's phone look at my girlfriend's phone like we're trying to like talk to you real quick so he looks at it reads it and like makes direct eye contact with me and her and he like nods his head and goes like I know what you're talking about. I see you guys. I you guys are true fans and it's coming soon. Like he puts up like a quick like a I don't know, like he like if you say like if you were to describe something that was small, you just put your fingers really close together. He's like it's coming soon. It's coming soon. Like just just wait on it. It is coming soon. So like very cool to see him communicate with us and know like and just be on the same page on something, you know, with Jack Harlow. Kind of cool. I don't know why I'm I'm geeking out over over him doing that. I mean, the dude's 21 and could steal my girl with with one foul swoop. My girl is absolutely has a huge crush on Jack Harlow. So, I mean, I can just see it now. Like Jack I I can see myself sending out the the tweet or something like that like Jack Harlow just stole my bitch. Like, how's your day going? So, it was just cool um to interact with him it was cool to see him live after being a fan for a little bit of time and it was really you know good to see my girlfriend enjoying just having a little attention from somebody in the spotlight i'm i'm no you know jack harlow i'm no superstar um so that was that was cool for her i'm just kidding i know that you you love me you care about me but i'm not jack harlow (laughs) but i 
and I will just I'll end on this as far as a Jack Holler story. He is not like a very like attractive man, and I'm gonna be honest, like he, he's not that great of a looker, and I don't know why my girlfriend has such a the crush. Well, actually, I do. What she said was the reason why I like him and his music and his is just the way that he carries himself. He's got so much swagger and he's got so much like he just commands a room. And he did it, you know, he did it on the stage when he, he was dancing, having a good time, talking to crowds, saying what is, you know, where he's from and all this shit. I was like, you know what? Respect to Jack Harlow. I really, you know, I respect the grind, the hustle, the swagger, the confidence. And, you know, the balls to just get on a stage in front of a bunch of dumbass. 25 year olds in Chicago who just spent way too much money on liquor. So, <laughs> I mean, we're here to see you, buddy, not the other way around. Um, so yeah, that, that was, those are the two stories. That's the Jack Harlow story. And that's the Ian Dior story. I don't know which one was better. I think they were both equally shitty in, in different ways. Uh, but they were also equally both very cool. So I, I enjoyed both of that. What else do I got going on? I told you this is this is just gonna be a long pod. I'm just gonna keep talking. We're not even in the Aaron the Aaron Ray uh, music review. Any other announcements that I gotta say? Oh, Little Skies. I'm I'm a big Little Skies fan. He just put out a new album teaser on Instagram. Really excited about that album. I've been itching to hear some new uh, Little Skies music. So once that drops, be sure to tune in here, Creator Radio. We'll definitely do a Little Skies new album review. We'll go in depth, and I and like I'll tell you, I'll tell everybody like how I got into Little Skies, why, why I'm a fan, what do I enjoy about him, and like you know why I've continued to follow his career up to this point. Uh, what else? I said the Wet Hot American Summer, and then yeah, oh, and then that's pretty much the end of the announcements. We're doing the All Star Weekend um, re- or reaction next. I think next episode. All right, that is the announcements, and now it is time. No further ado. I'm not gonna wait. Make y'all wait any longer. Mm. Mm, excuse me. Let's hop into the music review of Aaron Ray. Here we go. Creator Radio. Okay, and now on Creator Radio, let's dive into the music review of Aaron Ray part of the show. Obviously, if you have not uh, been here before, you won't know what's going on. What we do here at Creator Radio is just, we I just talk about different artists that I'm really into. I've been really into a R&B vibe, so we do music reviews and all this different stuff. Been into an R&B vibe recently, though. Aaron Ray, young, up-and-coming artist in California. I believe he's out in California now. And hit the R&B like nail on the head for me as far as his voice goes and I was just really I found him through the emotional orange the emotional oranges it was like through Spotify like fans also like Aaron Ray popped up and I've just been listening to a lot of his stuff recently Um, and today we're gonna do his music review of phases two, his his most recent um, release but I just want to talk about him a little bit beforehand to give you guys a little bit of background information. He's from Cincinnati, Ohio. And I was like, well, I was listening to an interview with him. And I'm not sure if I'm going to use pieces, snippets or pieces of it yet. I might. Uh, but I was listening to an interview with him. He's from Cincinnati, Ohio. And he was just kind of talking. Like, he was kind of like a very quiet dude. And he was just talking about how he, like, tried to make it in a bunch of other ways than singing. And, like, he wasn't even trying to, like, be cocky or anything like that. Because, again, quiet dude. 
but pretty much said that like he has always known that he's had like a really nice voice but he didn't want to sing like that wasn't his main thing like he tried like other like music production so it wasn't like he wasn't in music like but he also did like sports he tried to make it in sports and they tried different things in music production but then it just like ended up his career just back to him singing and i'm glad that he did because his voice is absolutely like it's actually incredible um yeah, but like not very outgoing person, and he said on the interview that he wants to like work on that and try to improve his talking skills. I think it's a good a good thing when when artists can understand that, you know. And there's a fine balance, obviously, but I do need to be in the spotlight at least a little bit. Like, how am I going to deal with that if I can't really like talk to people in general? So, good on him for figuring out that he wants to you know make a change, be be more social, go out more, and and like work on his like. You know, his image because he's gonna have one. I think he's really talented, and I think that the more when more people hear about him, he's gonna like he'll be in it. He'll be in your spotlight. Like you'll you'll just know of him. So coming soon, hopefully. Uh, and then his music. Let's talk about his music a little bit. So he doesn't have a whole lot on Spotify right now, if I'm looking at it correctly. He has one like rookie album that came out in 2018, Platinum Fire, and then he did a, a deluxe Platinum Fire. So just it was really only four songs added to the end of the track list. Track list to make it deluxe. So it's really one and a little bit of a new. Um, album and then he's done this two two part EP series phases EP and then phases two EP phases was released in 2016 like very short six six track list I'm not going to talk about it too much in this in this episode because I do want to talk about phases two I, I but I didn't really like phases that much anyway and I don't think it's like I mean you can go back and listen to it it's like literally five songs so it doesn't take too long to get through it it is just like regular R&B but it's, there's nothing like special to it and it it was released in 2016 like it doesn't sound like didn't have like the same production value either didn't really sound like as put together as phases two does and then of course he has a bunch of singles that are are out there. He's got one with YG, um, one with Ty Dolla Sign. That was that wasn't a single. That's on Platinum Fire. But he does songs with Childish Major, Sir, uh, Dram, Kalani, Ty Dolla Sign. Like people know about him. Like he's not he's not unknown. And actually, good. And then a little like. It was cool because in the interview, like he, we were talking, like the people were talking about, like how he kind of had all these connections in the R&B industry, and then they started talking about like what they defined as R&B, which is really interesting to me because I I've been listening to R&B a lot lately, and I was just like, well, what what do I think is R&B? And it's funny because there's so many different artists that like could be an R&B artist, could not be an R&B artist. Like you could see Justin Bieber doing R&B, but you'll never hear him do a R&B song. Actually, speaking of Justin Bieber, I was very disappointed in his new album, but that that'll be another episode actually. I think it'd be I think it'd be a good episode to do Justin Bieber's new album. But back to Aaron Ray. They were talking about R&B and they were talking about okay, like is Rihanna R&B or is, you know, Chris Brown like I I think Chris Brown is primarily an R&B artist, but he, you know, he also does so many pop songs that he's also a pop star on top of on top of that. 
Like, so there's a lot of just different Ty dollar sign. Like there's so many different people. Uh, I've always thought bear, uh, black bear. He, he's more of an R and B artist or trippy red. Like there's so many artists to me that do, that do have a more like smooth voice that like, shouldn't be rapping. It's like not their thing. And I think R and B would be their space, but they, you know, classify themselves as other things or a mixture or a bunch of mixture of things. Um, so that was really interesting to listen to, you know, what else, what else should I talk about his, his background, anything else I was missing about, I don't think so, yeah, so that's like a lot of background information on him, a little bit of R&B talk in there, what, you know, what I think R&B is these days, and also like, are people on R&B, like, do people really enjoy, like, I want to make a, I do really want to make a Spotify playlist of all the, like, artists that, I've been listening to as far as R&B goes and just see if people like fuck with it. I mean, it'd be like a 30 track playlist, which I don't know if everybody would listen to. Probably not. But maybe if I did like a five ticklers, I don't know if y'all know 10 ticklers. Shout out Caleb uh, Presley of Barstool Sports. He always puts like a, a little, it's pretty much just 10, 10 songs that he really enjoys or he thinks they're called ticklers. Pretty funny. 10 ticklers. Not, I mean, pretty self-explanatory. I might do that. I might do that. I was thinking about that. That seems like a lot of fun. Like maybe I'll do one for each genre. That could be really cool. That could be it's on their own episodes. That could be interesting. Mental note. Uh, but yeah, fuck it. Let's just hop into phases two. Let's see how long we've been recording for. Oh, we're at 25 minutes, bet. So this will be like a 40 minute thing. Or close to 40 minute. Phases part two. Again, much better than the first one. It re- like really wasn't. It really wasn't that. Uh, the first one really wasn't that memorable for me. Part two was much better in my opinion. And five. It's only five songs. That's what I really. I, I the other thing that I really enjoy these days is when, like, people can put out these fifteen, like, sixteen track albums. But why not just drop EPs? Like, I feel like it's so much easier to get through a five track EP than. Even if it's really bad, it's still easier to get through. And, and like streaming wise, like I feel like it'd, it would do better than people. Well, I guess if it's really bad, then nobody will listen to any other songs. And if you have more songs, and you'll naturally get more clicks. That's one train of thought that I've heard before. But I really enjoy these five, these five song EPs, six song EPs. It's just so much easier to listen to for me, and I can do whole reviews of them. It's just more fun. So if you're an artist out there, just do EPs. What happened to an EP? What? Why did? Why do people need to do albums? Is it just money? I don't know. Email me, creatorcompany four zero one at gmail.com. Let me know. Uh, but yeah, really solid, and it's traditional R and B. He said it on the interview as well. He was like, I think the interviewer, she was like, oh, so what should we expect coming out of out of this this new little or you know duration of, of phases? He's like R and B. I'm gonna do an R and B track i'm, I'm gonna do a bunch of r&b and it's gonna sound like r&b and i'm gonna use my voice and it's just gonna it's gonna be r&b <laughs> like he was just, he, he like he was being funny with it but he was serious because like it just connected to the whole conversation of like what what r&b is supposed to sound like and he has his own sound for r&b he knows like the, the traditional sound of r&b and he's like no i'm gonna go for that that's what I'm going to go for. Because I want to show everybody that I can make like R&B music. So that was cool. I might insert the clip. No, I, well, I can't now. But 
and then let's just go through the track list. There's only five songs. So I wrote down little notes for each of each one. The first song on the on phases two, ZZZ, so sleeping. Um, really great strong bass line that I enjoyed. It goes along with like this like sharp like snare drum, horns in the background, and but then there's this one part. So like it it's it's pretty classic sounding as far as well, how would I describe it? R and B so hard because it's kind of funky, but you can't keep saying just funk over and over and over again. It's like, oh, it's funky. Oh, it's funky. It's like, how do you describe it to somebody who's not listening to the song? Oh, we'll put the song in the podcast, dummy. That's a lot of work. So probably not going to happen. But again, strong bass line, really cool drum, horns in, horns in the background. And then at a minute 30, they do a, this fantastic breakdown where it turns from like this like pretty normal tempoed beat to this like very slow, even, even funkier like bass tone. And it was a great little like... It just slows down really nicely and it makes I think that like the tail end of it should just be the whole song in my opinion. But yeah, ZZZ, great opening track and like, you know, pretty it it, it sets the tone pretty well. Like you'll get you'll get an idea of what you're gonna listen to for sure. Change with Kalani, number two. This was the big this was the thing that put me on to uh Aaron, uh, Aaron Ray. This is like the biggest song that he has, 17 million views, 18 million view or 18 million streams on Spotify. Obviously, you have a big name like Kalani. She obviously brings attention to the song and Aaron as well. Um, but this was this was like the standout one on the album, like as far as like like the the radio goes. So that that was changed. They do what are my notes here? Yeah, most popular song. It brought my attention to Aaron Ray. So Aaron starts off on his own. He int- he uh, introduces the track, and then Kalani comes in like halfway through. She does a little bit of her own thing. So it's like he's talking, she talks, and then at the end they come together, do this beautiful duet and back and forth. Really, really beautiful. I love Kalani's voice here. I also really enjoy Aaron's voice here. Like both angelic voices, super smooth and buttery. Something you could just like literally like lay in a like I don't know, lay in a bathtub or, or smoke a cigar too or something like that. It's just super 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 vibey and then number three don't chase this is actually my favorite song on the on the in the track list don't chase deep sleeper this this was such a sleeper for me because like i didn't think that like after change you probably assumed that change would be the best song just because like the the radio tension has gotten no don't chase this is the i this is my favorite one and, and I think why I like it so much is it's counterintuitive to like the the as far as the music and the lyrics. So the music is super romantic and like R&B, like it, it, it is an R&B tape. But then the lyrics, which are supposed to be, oh, love me like this or let's have sex or what, you know, whatever the case, like super R&B based lyrics. He's literally like. He's just telling the person that the relationship has like changed and like, don't chase me. Like, don't come near me. Don't don't look at me. Don't. (laughs) He was like, our relationship's over. We haven't like it's just not it's not going to work. Like, don't chase me. Like, it's literally the chorus is don't chase me. So I thought it was, you know kind of clever what he did. Like, it is still R&B. And but you just get a little bit of like the 
fuck you side of of relationships and stuff like that that was kind of cool and yeah it, it was just like a really smooth tempo like i listened to it in the morning i don't know why. like the, again the, the lyrics the music like is like i'll wake up in the morning and listen to it and the lyrics are like kind of like more twisted i don't know <laughs> this is kind of funny how the song how the song plays with the idea of its lyrics and the music that's what i'll say the get down this was a little bit more upbeat towards the end uh, or not just at the end of the track list but this is much more a beat very like groovy again it can't say funky or groovy because nobody knows what the fuck that means but they use a really good like background vocals of these of these girls like kind of like a choir almost a choir but definitely just beautiful background vocals and just kind of like the time capsule type feel like like i feel like like my grandmother would would maybe have listened to the song when she was or maybe or she wouldn't be unfamiliar to the sounds that she was listening to. It just had this like kind of old nostalgic vintage type feel. So that was really cool just to hear. And yeah, and it was just a different tone. It was a little bit more upbeat again. Uh, you know, the first three are very like love and, and romance. And this is just a little bit more upbeat. And then finally, because it's an R&B album, you have to have a sex freaking song in the in the or ep if you if you're gonna have an r&b ep you have to have a sex song in there at least one of them or it's not r&b you know lord knows <laughs> and that's literally the the first i'm gonna read um i took a little snippet of the lyrics because it was just way too funny for me i was like i'm just gonna read this because content first two words or this is the beginning of it Lord knows what I want to do in the morning. Wake you up. Make love for a moment. You know that I've been needing it bad and it's yours, baby. So I'm down to take it down. Oh, but I'm about to... Wait. Oh, I'm about to put you in the right place. Open up Pandora. Get a nice taste. <laughs> the way I'm I'm touching you, the way I'm fucking you, doing things that we do 69 dinner for two. Like <laughs> like kind of corny. But like in such a good like it in like a way that like I respect it. Like I think it's like it is corny by all sense of the like it's very corny. But like when you listen to it, it's not bad. Like and you don't you don't realize how corny it is when you're listening to it. But then you take it out of context and you just read the lyrics. And I know I butchered half of those lyrics, but it it's funny. I, that I really enjoyed. And yeah, that's fucking that's one through five. I it, again, it's it's more fun for me when I there's like five songs and I can just go into the five songs and like if there's 16 songs i have to <coughs> i have to pick out different songs from different sections of the album and it's not really a cohesive thought it's just like snippets of of, of the highlights this i'm able to do the whole thing and talk about like how it interacts with one and three and two and four and five and one you know what i mean like it's just so much easier to assess five songs than it is to assess 15 songs so i've really been pushing i've Bring back EPs. I need more EPs in my life. I think it's just an undervalued fucking form of distributing music. And at least today. And I don't, yeah, that, that's, that's my, but again, that's the end of it. I really fucking enjoyed this, this EP a lot. I did. 
I like R&B. I like the space that R&B is in right now. I think it's really fascinating how it's now becoming a new thing again. Like when 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 I think of R&B, I'm thinking like again, old ass R&B and it's super time capsule to like what it would sound like and now the new R&B like is taking little bits and pieces of that but they're just turning it into a new sound and something more relatable for the younger generation I'm all for it I think California and I think probably the Bay um, is doing that the best right now at least the West Coast I'll just give it the West Coast I won't say the Bay but I'll say the West Coast is doing R&B like really good right now and the East Coast got to do something I don't know any of East, any East Coast people doing doing R&B. Please put me on again. Creator Company four zero one at gmail.com. Please put me on game if I'm if I'm talking out my ass. Um, but yeah, that was Phases Two EP. I'm gonna give it a eight point three out of ten. That's a really good score. I really fucked with this this EP, and I think for Valentine's Day it just it, it was just hitting hitting right, hitting all the right moods, the right vibes. So yeah, that's it. I'm gonna end the podcast with an outro of don't chase again my favorite on the on the on the ep and i think that's going to be what we're going to do for the outros or the closings for like every music review i'll just take my favorite song and just cut up like a minute 20 of it with a little fade out at the end and you'll just get to hear what what has been in my head this whole time as far as telling you guys about it uh but yeah that is creator radio we're done That was 36 minutes, 35 seconds. (laughs) 36 minutes, coming up to 40. End of the show. I wanted to do a big big pod. I know it's like a lot of me talking, but fuck it, dude. I'm really enjoying this shit. If you're still listening to this, thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate guys. I appreciate you guys for listening and rocking with me, Andres Benitez. One time, Chicago, Illinois. Peace. Please don't chase me, stay away, please don't chase me, stay far away, this one is so hard to take, ain't no way we could erase all the Creator Radio. Creator.